Welcome to the five. Fantasy five. Bob Tap! Bob Tap! Bob Tap! It's the five. Fantasy five. Five. Fantasy five. Five. Ready, set, go. Fantasy freaks and geeks, what's up? James Coat here with you. We welcome you into the Fantasy Five. All the fantasy advice you need in just about five minutes. This show brought to you, as always, by the fine folks at monkeyknifefight.com. Monkeyknifefight.com. Giving you free money, man. Five bucks just for signing up. And, of course, you would be helping myself and this program considerably if you would consider using my promo code CO, spelled K-O-H, when you make your first deposit. Because if you use that promo code, they will match your deposit instantly up to 50 bucks as well again very fun game super simple game to play i mean it's like a lot of over-unders who's going to have more passing yards who's going to have more receiving yards stuff like that i promise you if you go to monkeyknifefight.com very intuitive very fun way to play daily fantasy sports and you know what the best part is it adds a little bit of juice to when you watch these games as well all right see site for full terms and restrictions of course state and age restrictions apply let's go all right you want to talk about some notable matchups that stood out to me let's do that all right we're gonna kind of whip around talk about some of these guys that could potentially help and hurt you in redraft and dfs all right some of my favorite matchups my favorite matchup really cd lamb versus Seattle. I mean, you think of Seattle having that good secondary, and I think that's true overall. But right now, they are just getting hammered out of the slot. Through two weeks in this season, they've allowed the most receptions and yards to receivers out of that inside position. CeeDee Lamb, of course, has played about 90% of his snaps inside, and he's averaging 7.5 targets per game, 5.5 receptions, and about 80 yards per game as well. That's really good. Anticipated to be a super high-scoring game, meaning good touchdown exposure for CeeDee Lamb. He's an absolute must-start. In my mind. All right, three bounce back candidates. How about Mike Williams versus Carolina? Just two receptions, 14 yards in week number two. Uh, Justin Herbert making an emergency start, but this week, full week of practice with Justin Herbert. Uh, I think better chemistry is on deck there for Mike Williams. And you know what? Good volume overall. Top 15 in air yards, averaging 6.5 targets per game as well. Look, teams really haven't had to test Carolina outside because basically they're a punching bag in terms of their rush defense. That's why I like Josh Kelly in this ball game too. But Herbert does throw a beautiful deep ball, and I do think my, a Big Mike will get one deep. This week, how about Allen Robinson versus Atlanta? I mean, easiest bounce back candidate call of the week. Robinson had just three catches for 33 yards last week, but this week, man, he takes on Atlanta. The Falcons have allowed the fourth most fantasy points per game to wide receivers overall. And in particular, I think they've really struggled guarding anyone outside. They've allowed the fourth most yards to receivers lined up outside Isaiah Oliver and A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell, the rookie there, uh, but they've combined to allow three touchdowns in two games with a 75% catch rate, so I think it's a great matchup for Allen Robinson. How about A.J. Green versus Philadelphia? And I, I know people are saying, oh, no, I'm not touching A.J. Green after what they saw last week, and I get it, man, but as they say, man, trust the process. 22 targets over his first two games, seventh most in the NFL, and he leads the entire league in air yards as well, meaning he's getting plenty of downfield opportunities. I know Darius Slay is a tough matchup, but... I just find that, you know, sometimes these guys, it just all levels out. So it had a horrendous game last week. I think if he sees that volume again this week, 
I don't know, man. I, look, I just think that A.J. Green is is too good of a football player for that to keep, continue to happen. So if he sees that kind of target volume and that kind of air yard volume, sign me up for that all day long. How about Derrick Henry against Minnesota? Minnesota has allowed the most yards on outside runs to running backs this year. Henry has the second most outside carries in the entire NFL. Look, I get it. His efficiency has not been up to snuff, okay? It's been downright bad, really. But last year, he was a monster, man. He led the league in yards on outside runs and was also top three in terms of yards per carry on outside runs. So for me, Derrick Henry is in a prime spot to to absolutely smash. All right, yin and yang. Four players I'm fading this week. How about Darren Waller versus New England? I get it, man. It's going to be tough to sit down Waller after that huge performance he put together on Monday night. But New England has allowed the third fewest fantasy points per game to tight end this year. And look, I just think Bill Belichick is going to scheme Waller out. Ruggs being out. We're talking about um, you know the rookie rugs. Him being out actually hurts Waller as well. They won't have anyone to stretch the field, and it's not going to open up that middle for Waller. And again, I just think Bill Belichick is going to scheme out Waller in this ball game. David Johnson to me, and what are you going to do? You can't sit David Johnson most likely, but if you can, I would. The Steelers have allowed the third fewest fantasy points per game to running back, and in particular, they are so tough on in-between-the-tackles runs, allowing the second-fewest rush yards to those between-the-tackles runs by running backs. And as I've highlighted before, Bill O'Brien loves to run it between the tackles. Jared Goff versus Buffalo. Goff was gangbusters last week, but West Coast team traveling to the East Coast for an early game, and Goff historically has been pretty bad on the road. I think Buffalo is easily the toughest defense he's seen all year. I'm just worried that Goff might fall outside of the top 15 quarterbacks this week, meaning you might be better off streaming elsewhere. And this is my bold prediction of the week. I think Aaron Jones against New New Orleans is going to flop. That's right. I said Aaron Jones has been absolutely moneymaker in the early part of the season, but the Saints, man, they have a great rush defense. They've had it for a couple years now. And, and again, great defense, rush defense. Again, this year in particular, very stingy, allowing just 3.3 yards per carry on inside runs. That's important as the LaFleur scheme is heavy on inside runs. Second highest percentage of inside runs last year. Same percentage this year. And Aaron Jones, 53% of his uh, rush yards, two of his three rush touchdowns have come on between the tackles run. So Aaron Jones, I'm fading him absolutely in DFS. You're not sitting him in redraft. I get it. I'm just saying, let's temper expectations. All right, that's it for me. If you want to follow me on social, if you want to follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm going to be posting my player props all throughout Friday evening and on Saturday afternoon as well. Follow me there at James D. Co. If you want to follow the hashtag CoBets, follow me on that hashtag as well. All right, we'll see you.